This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Super Action Man, you're watching Geekscape. And my sexy, sexy body. Turn around, the Statue of Liberty is on your ass. Hey, what's up Geekscapists? Welcome to episode 229 of Geekscape. That's right, we're almost five years long in this whole Geekscape experiment, which I think is something to applaud. Applaud Gilmore now. Yeah. There you go. That's, uh, that's, that's Brian Gilmore over here off camera with his little niblets getting in frame. And then this is Matt Kelly over here. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Exactly. All right, uh, this is your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast where we talk about uh, news and reviews in the world of movies, video games, and comics. And I like to be joined every week with a pair of hosts or a co-host who likes to talk about movies, video games, and comics. This week is no different. I've got John and Mike Schwartz. They are the writers of this new... Uh, what are you, creators? creators? Creators. Yeah, we're not smart enough to write. Oh, get out of here with that. Uh, it's funny books, people. You, you guys can take a pen to it. Uh, you guys created this book for Radical Comics called Damaged. Uh, it's out on shelves now, right? Issues 1 and 2. Issues 1 and 2 are out. Um, and Damaged, look, look, look at this. Bam. I mean, we, got, we can throw stuff up on the screen, but Damaged is basically a crime book. Uh, and what is it about? Uh, it's uh, it's about two brothers, who uh, back in the seventies they were both cops, and uh, there was this incident where they took the law into their own hands, and it didn't go too well. And uh, that one of them stayed a cop, and one of them became this sort of vigilante, traveled the world, fighting evil, whatever, killing people. And uh, it picks up modern day when they're both sort of hitting their sixties, they're older. Uh, they're about to. The cop is being forced into retirement, and the the old vigilante guys. You know, he's got so many broken ribs and things. He's not going to be able to keep doing this much longer. So it's uh, you know how they uh, go about to sort of fix their legacies before they uh, to stop what they're doing. Now let me tell you, I just flipped open the page and saw who's writing the book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I've been wanting to have you on Geekscape for a long time, but Radical says you don't do podcasts <laughs> in person. Uh, you do phoners and stuff like that, so maybe we'll, we'll follow up with Dave Laffham uh, in a bit. But uh, that first Stray Bullets comic, the, the first issue of Stray Bullets, yeah. it may be one of my top five single issues of any comic book ever. Just yeah, that one great. with the guy, the older guy, the young guy, the yeah, car. Yeah, the alcoholic. He's, yeah. When I first read that, I was in high school. I was working at a comic book store. And I, I mean, I own every uh, Amy uh, race car, Amy, every Stray Bullets issue. Uh, this guy is a phenomenal yeah. writer. I'm excited to read this stuff. Yeah, we... Uh, you guys are idiots if you're not reading it already. <laughs> I don't mean to insult you, but like... like I mean, I guess I'm an idiot too because I'm not reading it. But you guys, yeah. from here on out, we're going to read Damage because yeah. Dave Laffham writes it. You guys seem like cool dudes. Michael and John Schwartz. Um, <laughs> and then it's executive produced by Sam Worthington? Well, he's our partner. He's your partner? Yeah, he's What does our, that mean, uh, executive produced? Uh, it means that he's sort of like... We, we're sort of a, a, 
know, there's three of us in our company. Mm-hmm. We've got other other projects and everything. And sometimes a couple of us create it, and the other third, you know, say two of us will create it, and the other guy will sort of nurture it and sort of come in and have a bit of an outsider's perspective, so that you know, who's not as involved, and sort of can push it along. Uh, our second book that we've got coming along, I'm the executive producer. These okay. guys created it. It's called Patreon. We've got Joshua Dysart writing that one. I love Josh. Yeah, so do we. Josh is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and you know that's that's the I'm in that sort of position of where, you know, I'm sort of you're fucking it up. Do you ever it, get like that? Much. You're too close to it. You're too close to it. You're too close, damn it. Do the, do the De Niro. You blew it. <laughs> <laughs> remember De Niro? That's like the one thing you remember from Copland. Not that it wasn't an awful movie. I mean, Copland's great, but. You're blown away. It's, like, it's good because he's so <laughs> passive aggressive before. He's eating a sandwich. <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's great. I love it. <laughs> um, so, so Damage is out right now. It's a six-issue series. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then you get a collection like put together, Radical Publishing. Radical Publishing does this multi-tiered thing where it's not just a comic. They're also going to try and push it as a movie. They're also going to try and push it as a t- whatever. I mean, wh- what's the idea over there? Uh, I mean, the idea really is. Uh, I think that's my phone. You never uh, my, put my, that my phone. On I know. I never put it on silent, uh, just in case the president calls. You're not a doctor. And you know what? And, and the one time the president calls, I'm talking to these two guys, and I'm yeah. just gonna ignore it. Well, this is more important. Yeah, it is. Damage is more important. Yeah. Um, where you know, there's always talk. You know, when you're with Radical, uh, there's always talk of movies and TV shows and social media and everything, and that's great. We we really like all that stuff, but we're very adamant about the comic book standing on its own. Because we're big comic book fans ourselves, so mm-hmm. we we don't we, we try to resist talking about any of that until the comic is pretty much done, so that it's not influenced by any other forces. It's got to be a good story first and foremost. It's got to right? be a good comic. Because sometimes you read a comic that's designed for film, and you're like, I'd rather see the film because as a comic, this narratively is kind of lacking. Thanks for the storyboards, yeah. guys. Yeah, th- <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the storyboards. Uh, very good point, Gilmore. It does feel like a, a storyboard, which for the most part is fairly dry, and you don't get any of the yeah, well, there's, and there's some ideas that we have that we sometimes we, we talk about doing them as a comic, and then we actually go, "This is actually uh, this is a film or a mm-hmm. TV series or something," or it's just not a comic. And I wouldn't even read it as a comic. So if we wouldn't read it, we don't bother sort of pursuing that. That's right. Well, we've got a, like other films that we're sort of developing now, and people said you're crazy not doing that as a comic book first. And we're like, it's just a comic I wouldn't read. Right. That you don't know what you're talking about. You know, you fucking <laughs> blow it. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and, and how is Sam a big comic book fan as well? Like, is he yeah. into the comics and things like that? Yeah, yeah, he's he's huge into comic books. How come he hasn't done a comic book fan movie? I mean, Avatar, yeah, and like, like the whole Perseus thing. Like, yeah, that's comic bookish. But like, why 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 is he afraid to put on the tights? If we're doing this, in, he chose to do this instead. We uh, that they wanted. You're yeah, blowing. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been making Captain America money. You let no. yeah. I don't actually think there was a lot of money in Captain America. Right. Acting it. Um, but yeah. Marvel don't pay very well. Marvel don't pay mm-hmm. their actors very well. We, would you guys yeah. take it? I mean, you guys aren't like, like burn victims. Like you guys are good looking like like dudes from Australia. <laughs> you guys are thunder down under. Like like why aren't you guys in the acting thing? Uh, you know? Are you an actor? I do. I do a bit of acting. Yeah. What kind of stuff do you do? Thunder, uh, thunder down under. Do you think we could like go on tour together? And yeah, we could. We could. Uh, thunder do, down do under. I, do you wear speedos much? I could be the blunder down under. Do I like speedos? <laughs> Geekscapist. Do I do I like speedos? Um, you guys need a copy of the Super Action Man comic book. Uh, <laughs> I do a uh, I do a comic book called Super Action Man, and uh, it's basically Rambo and Speedo running around oh, kicking wow. Al Qaeda ass, and that's his uniform. Why isn't that a movie? Uh, we'll find out. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it would be better as a TV, as like a cartoon, because he's literally blowing them up. 
Yeah, it would be the most expensive movie ever made. Uh, but but there's been rumors that that I was Super Action Man dressed as Super Action Man at San Diego Comic Con. It's just ludicrous. I would never get into a speedo. Sam is a completely different person. Uh, you know, I'm not even the Peter Parker to his Spider Man. That's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, and any similarities? I, 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 I'm a wimp, and you've seen that guy. He's buff. You've seen that guy in a speedo running around Comic Con? No, whatever. Um, and, and, and so maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll do the speedo tour. That might be my Halloween outfit. Wait, so is this the kind of acting you're doing? Like, <laughs> like, John, I totally speed it. How about speedos? <laughs> I think I threw the speedos into the conversation. Um, John, I think that truly would cause some. Da I mean, talking about damaged. <laughs> you look at yeah. some of the, the uh, audience that would see me dance around, and uh, they would need some massive therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, has the acting been good for you, like here in LA? Uh, not, uh, not so much. I haven't done that much acting in LA put at him all. In some shit, I've, uh, on, I do stuff. I've done a lot of stuff back in Australia, but mm -hmm. not much. I've been more producing over here. That's <laughs> what I've been sort of focusing on. But not that he goes for an audition now. I try to sabotage it. And, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I make phone calls and things to casting agents and say he's got problems and drug problems and things. So just. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, we we need him working for us at the moment. So that's what brothers that is, do, yeah. you know. Or, or you just change your hairstyle and videotape yourself doing all this embarrassing <laughs> shit with his name on it in a speedo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you, you guys aren't that. twins, are you? No, no you guys aren't twins. No, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, this yeah, is he's my good. older brother, but I look up to him a lot. It's uh, this is actually he's a, a great thing. older brother. I'm actually seven years younger. <laughs> And so it's a really big compliment. When people say this, it's a great compliment. <laughs> he has had a hard life. I've had a, a, a very strict regime with, uh, you know, uh, exfoliation. I've and got a strict uh, regime with buffets and cheeseburgers. It's been, it's been 100 miles of rough road. <laughs> the beginning of American Psycho. It's like, oh, <laughs> uh, You see the heat coming off the pavement of a freeway and he's walking down it. <laughs> 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 There's fucking buzzards flying. Uh, <laughs> you hear the fucking didgeridoo? Yeah. Which is basically the soundtrack to you guys' lives in Australia, right? Do you guys yeah, hear a lot of didgeridoo? Because uh, we think you do. Coming in the States, we're like, oh, it's poisonous animals, didgeridoo. Um, check, check. All that stuff. Like, um, I mean, uh, Outback Steakhouse. Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Foster's. Yeah. yeah, Foster's, Steve yeah. Irwin, um, Olivia Newton-John. But how long have you guys been in the U.S.? Uh, like here in L.A.? Uh, two years. Um, oh, I've, been so about, I've been about a year and a half. Okay, okay. Uh, is it ridiculous enough for you guys? Like, is it filling in with the stereotype of what the U.S. is? Like, are, like you know that they just opened a Chick-fil-A at, like, Highland and, and sunset. sunset, and it's basically a fucking nightclub. Everybody thinks it's the hottest shit in town. Yeah, and uh, we just experienced McDonald's. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking McDonald's. chicken look, McDonald's. I, I, we really love it. Like we had it for the first please, time. Please, please, I'm not. I, I'm really <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. Um, we had it. And this isn't the speedo conversation <laughs> that you're sandwiched between. No, it's the microphone. Um, but yeah, the Chick Fil A, we, we've had it. We really like it. But it is a chicken. We yeah, chicken we were bread. excited because we had it. We thought this is a really nice chicken sandwich. But then we realized that uh, it was like the biggest event of September was the Chick-fil-A coming. Mm. And we didn't realize it was such a big deal. Yeah. But it, uh, one thing I've learned about LA is this town really loves a line, a big, long line. Mm -hmm. If someone sees a line, they've got to be in it. Oh, yeah. what's going on over there? I mean, like, pink the hot dogs. Pinks. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Ink Sack. Have you been that, to that? The new, sam sack. The new oh, yeah. sandwich shop from Melrose. Have you seen the lineup for that place? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. We, when we went, there was no line. Ink Sack is the new uh, sandwich place opened, opened by Michael Voltaggio, who's one of the winners of Top Chef. 
Okay. Uh, and it's, it's really good. Cheap. And then you open up a sandwich place, and it's really good, but it's like six dollar sandwiches that are as big as your fist. Yeah, yeah you got to get two like of them. No, you, they're yeah, nothing. I got three. Like they were, yeah. and they're really good. But, but they're, they're done in three bites. But done in three and bites. you wait for two hours. You wait for a bunch, and it's a sandwich. Like there's very few things that are, you know on that menu that you just can't make at home with supermarket shit. Like it's it, it it's it, they're they're well made sandwiches, but I just think. If you're lining up for two hours for something, like there's not many things you really want to like. Even if, I don't yeah. going to line up for a ride at Disneyland for two hours. It's just right. like, you know, like I won't do that. I won't do the uh, Okami Burger or whatever it is. Umami, <laughs> umami, umami Burger. Umami burger. Like oh, that's that's the, I just want they're to walk good. up. If I want a hamburger, I walk up and fucking get a hamburger. You know what I mean? Like that's the end of it. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know the entire audience is just like I have no idea. No, 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 yeah, no. To no, all my Australian friends, all you need to know is damaged. Issues one and two is out right now. Yeah, these two guys created it, written by Dave Latham. Uh, and you're Beautiful probably artwork. you're probably really hungry right now. <laughs> All right, that's like, the line. You're probably really hungry. Um, so Matt Kelly and I uh, stood in a line earlier this week to see a free screening of The Killer Elite. This is a movie with um, Clive Owen, Jason Statham, Robert De Niro in it, awesome. uh, and it's basically promises to be based on a true story. You get that in the trailer. It takes place in the early '80s, and it's about a um, group of Basically, covert mercenaries, uh, Robert De Niro and Jason Statham. And you can believe that because Jason Statham kick anything's ass. Is it, it's also fun. introducing uh, Clive Owen's lip slug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clive Owen has a mustache. And Clive Owen plays a, a retired SAS uh, officer in, in Britain. Uh, and here's the story because you're not getting it in the trailer. And this is really what the movie's about. Um, Robert De Niro, uh, Jason Statham walks away from this covert operations team after a botched operation early in the movie where he's supposed to assassinate somebody, but there's a kid involved, and he says, I'm walking away from it. And the famous line, Matt, that we got in the movie is when someone turns to J Jason Statham, and Jason Statham says, I'm done with killing. And he says, Killer might not be done with you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that hasn't been something as good, that, that, as, yeah, good as that since yeah. the blind side. With, <laughs> Matt, Matt, you changed Matt, that boy. Matt Kelly Theater right here. Look like at Matt Kelly. And you so changed that boy. He He's changing me. Well, they're Australian. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Nah, he's, British. he's English. Yeah, yeah, but you're from Pennsylvania. You might have some like. Kind of, you, you, you didn't. You, uh, you, you weren't kind of low that, enough. You yeah. didn't get the, yeah. that Jason Statham. You, you have kind of like. A I'm done with killing. Yeah, 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 you could do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, um, I need you to do this job, and then what do you say? I'm done. Done with killing. I'm done with killing. <laughs> well, maybe killing's shit. not done with you. Uh, I mean, it's literally like that. So, uh, he gets a uh, he, he retires to Australia, um, where he dates uh, Chuck's friend from uh, Chuck, Yvonne uh, uh, Stravinsky, right? Uh. And, and she's she's very nice to look at. And she's an Aussie. And one day he gets in the mail this package, and it's basically a picture of Robert De Niro, and he looks like hell warmed over, and he's and he's taken hostage, and he's like this, you know, he's got like a help me sign, but it's. Uh, and he's got to go to the Middle East where he's being held hostage. And this, this sheik wants him to kill a bunch of people in Britain who had killed his sons and are SAS soldiers. So Jason Satham has to go to Britain, kill these S retired SAS soldiers who killed this sheik's son, and then they'll, get Robert De then they'll free Robert De Niro. And, of course, Clive Owen says, wait a minute, we can't let him just kill our, our old guys. And, and he goes after – so they're both kind of good guys. You know what I mean? Uh the movie's boring. As boring as that description just was for you guys. You guys understand why I l dragged you through that? Guys, Matt Kelly and I left this movie. We didn't what? even stay for... I, we didn't, left the I, I barely ever leave a movie. And here's the thing. If a movie's great, 
you know I'm going to watch the whole thing. If a movie's bad, I'm probably going to watch the whole thing because it, it's making it. I, I watched Norbert. I watched Conan the Barbarian. I, we didn't pay for this. Oh, okay. Uh, literally, th- like, three-fourths of the way, what I can believe is three-fourths of the way through the movie, I turn to Matt and I go, Matt, listen, man, there's other shit we can be doing right now. Was it a, a press screening or was it something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so and when you're not paying for it, you sort of, it's like, yeah, well, there is Well, I was just thinking, like, all the other things. In, the movie hadn't given me anything at that point, and it was three-fourths of the way. We thought the movie was over. We thought the movie was over. It goes into, like, multiple acts, and Too you're sitting there going, it's overly complicated. I mean, you just want to watch some people kick some fucking ass. Transporter 2 style, you know what I mean? Like, that's all you really want, yeah. you know? In this movie, it wasn't for a fourth act like, um, Lord, the, uh, like the bank Return of the King. Or Lord of the Ring, where you're like, okay, well, at least there's fucking ogres and shit walking around, like like magic people. Uh, this is just literally like, okay, this is another person who has to do another job, and I, I like the last couple jobs were boring. Uh, literally, the entire audience was quiet as hell throughout this entire screening, except for one part where um, this one guy. We laugh at the parts where you're not supposed to laugh at, and one of his uh, compatriots is uh, is being chased by SAS soldiers, and they're like, okay, we know you guys have been gunning us down. And the dude runs onto a freeway and is, is escaping. He's just been having sex. In the middle of sex, these guys come in, and he nearly escapes. And he runs on this freeway, and he's trying to hail down a car to literally pull the driver out and, st- and drive away. And he tries one door, and he doesn't get it. And then another car starts to slow down, and he goes, and it doesn't work. And he steps backwards. You know he's going to get hit by a fucking car because the shot's it, it's shot in a wide on a profile, right? <laughs> and so he backs up, and he goes, ah! and this fucking 18-wheeler just takes him out. And Matt Kelly and I have been waiting to have any type of emotion for two hours. <laughs> and we just go, Bruh! It's the quick vote, so I mean, it's silent in the rest of the theater. Like we're losing it. And it, it, is, it, it's not just a laugh. It's one of those, I think we're good. No, no, we're not good. <laughs> we just lose it all over again. We actually both kind of laughed when you saw the picture of Robert De Niro in the beginning, too, because it was such a shitty photo. He's sitting there going, with like the worst fake mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Used uh, the shot from Machete. When he- yeah. Oh yeah, and I, when did Robert De Niro make a good choice again? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to like this movie because I liked everybody involved. And I think I, we have I to admit, we accept that that De Niro's over with. The De Niro we love is he's, just—he's dead mm-hmm. or sleeping. I mean, it's good. We, we've got a lot of good stuff from him. We can we can move on and we can accept it. Yeah. Now, now since, since since Sam is telling you guys how to run a funny book, did you guys ever tell Sam like, hey man, listen? <laughs> You're cr- like acting wise yeah. like, like don't do this And he doesn't listen to you He goes oh bugger off or, yeah, no, I said to him When he got offered Avatar He was uh, He was sleep on our couch In Sydney And he's like I'm gonna make Is that true? Like he wasn't doing too well? He was, he was right. doing well. Yeah, I mean, he'd done, he, he'd done like the Gator movie, which I fucking love. Rogue? Yeah. Rogue is the shit. It's cool. It's really cool. It's, uh, he was, he was doing all right. He just, no, sort he of, was doing good. He just sold up. He, he broke up with the, with the chick and he uh, ended up. Oh, so they were living, they were living together and he didn't have an exit strategy? So he, uh, he's, he didn't have an exit strategy. Oh, well, well, oh, well he sold everything he had. He had an auction or an auction, as okay. he calls he it. sold so everything. He was about to do his fucking walk about it. And, uh, like, he was, he was <laughs> essentially living out of his car, uh, but sleeping on our couch. And he had an audition. He got a callback. He, he auditioned. He didn't tell us he auditioned for it because he does, does ones all the time. For um, It was called Project 808 at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew what it was. I'd been following. I knew Jim Cameron was only going to do that or Battle Angel. And I, in my heart, I was hoping it was going to be Battle Angel because I was familiar with that. And uh, he said he's doing that. And I went, oh, that's kind of cool. And he didn't. He was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Everyone wants to work with Jim Cameron. And then all of a sudden, um, he got a callback saying, come over to America and check it out. So then... He was, you know, literally sleeping on his couch, our couch, when all that happened. So, 
That's insane. Wow. That's insane. I mean, Gilmore, you, you, I'll be you, right you, back. You can go do the highest grossing movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, if you don't like, but yeah. you know, it's this little thing. I get to have sex with my hair. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I ride around. I, I ride around on a magic horse. I can't wait into Disney World's gonna. Yeah, have Disney World's that. gonna have yeah. this That's attraction. Cool. That's cool. I reckon that's gonna be cool. How much do you guys make fun of him with like the blue cattails and like and stuff like that? Like, like you really can't because he, you know, he's probably made so much like cash and it's gonna have sequels or like he's popular. He's popular at least and like he's done all this stuff. Um, but like, come on, like, like little cats, like you have kids running around, like it's got to be insane. You got, I mean, well, yeah, do you ever want to grab a kid and be like, this fucker was sleeping on my couch a week earlier? Yeah, like, come on. The the, what, the funniest thing we got is uh, he got a bunch of free toys from from the studio. You made them fuck each but other. They gave you're, like, <laughs> you're making them no, do like weird the toys, poses. The toys they gave him, they didn't give him the cool sort of you know. Oh, Navi this hunt. was this was funny. Yeah, they, he, he, they oh. gave him uh, Jake in a wheelchair toys. Well, he came oh. in. <laughs> <laughs> he, he came in get this now he, get, he comes in and he's like um i've just got my the first action figure of me I, it's pretty exciting like you know everyone would love to have an action figure of themselves in their of speedo or whatever it is and he was pretty excited as you would be right. and the package came in the house and we we're all there and he's opening he's like going check this out. let's see where it is and he opens it and pulls it out and he looks at it and he goes he's still excited because he can't see the ridiculousness of the situation well, cool. when, you, when you're an action figure that's just cool yeah, you're he's blind that's to it and he holds and he holds yeah, it up yeah. an in action and I figure. said you imagine you give this to some kid they open this at Christmas they go check it out I've got an avatar toy they go Jake Sully in a wheelchair like this with skinny little legs yeah 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 they're just gonna go this is shit so we, he should um, come with like a piss bag or something like he should come like, like worse Bar Barry, Le Barry Levine who's the head of Radical he's got you go on his office and it's full of toys and things that are signs kind of like this but he's got lots of things that are signed and he was really saying can you get me an a, a signed avatar toy so i gave him a sign <laughs> 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 and, and he was just like what is this and he was just like put it behind him guys, uh, if, if you see like the pro wrestling photo figures i have one pro wrestler on, that's my younger brother paul and he, he wrestled on oh, wwe yeah that's my younger I, brother i'm a big paul and i'm a big wrestling fan yeah he, we're he, both a yeah. huge wrestling fan. i just drove him to the airport this morning uh, oh really <laughs> yeah he's my younger brother and hey. so, so I've seen the, 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 hey, I just got my action figure, and, and luckily there's not a wheelchair one, but, uh, you that's know, but yeah, he's, he's in the tights. That's crazy that you guys are wrestling fans. That'd be an interesting yeah, we're big huge wrestling fans. Wow. Big, big time. What's that? That'd be an interesting wrestler, though, if he came the, the, and, and then, like, That would be. That would be. That would be. It would work once. And he's like, <laughs> surprise! He takes the wheelchair and starts well, that, 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 that was seven years ago. They had uh, Zach Gower. Yeah, yeah. The kid who really wanted to wrestle. One -legged and he had, yeah, like, Hanser took his leg or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he was, you know, it, it, was, it, he was, it was impressive to see him bounce around one-legged, mm -hmm. but you felt bad for all the other wrestlers who had to sell that they were getting beaten up by this guy. There's no momentum behind any to, kick he does. To be fair, like, Hulk Hogan's still working. And, yeah. like, like so, some yeah, of these guys, like, to, to be fair, like, like um, yeah. you know. I, I was reading something just this morning because The Rock's coming back and he's wrestling, like, uh, in September. Yeah, Survivor Series. And it's his last, uh, it's his first match since WrestleMania 20 where mm -hmm. he teamed up with Mick Foley against like, Ric Flair and Randy Orton Batista. And they said... Think back, think back. That the only person who's not who is uh, retired out of that is Batista. Wow. And it's, <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. Yeah, I met going. a lot of those guys, and that um, yeah, I mean, it's weird, but yeah, I've had the situation where someone goes, "This is my toy." And I can only imagine what it was like to see the dude like oh, it's yeah. a gift toy. But it, I mean, it's cool. You got to be happy for your. You got to be, be happy for your friends, right? Like, yeah, you got to be happy. I, for it's kind of cool. Like, I just wouldn't want to be a kid unwrapping it at Christmas as well. Like, <laughs> did, did you ever see the video of the kid with the fucking new N64 or whatever it was, and he's like freaking out? N64, get a wheelchair! <laughs> um, yeah. 
Last, uh, here's a funny conversation I had earlier with uh, Kyle Krenner, one of our writers on Geekscape.net. He works at Food for Less, and Kyle, he works at Food for Less, and he told me that at 4 a.m. this morning, some dude wearing a Geekscape shirt walked into Food for Less, and Kyle started talking to him about Geekscape and this and that, and I don't know the guy. I guess he got his, our, our, our shirt at Comic-Con last year. Uh, but what troubles me is this, all right, guys, and you're, you're probably watching, and you may be in the same situation. Uh, I can only imagine this dude wearing a Geekscape shirt. It was like 3 a.m., and he had just had like an incredible like gaming session or like video game, and he was like, fuck, I'm hungry. And he went over to this food for less. And it's like, guys, just get your sleep. You know what I mean? Like, that's 4 what I 4 mean. a.m. at a food for less? Like, 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 you know what? That's, that's what I want to have imagined. Like, that's what I want to imagine. Like, this kid was fucking epic gaming, and he's fucking being <laughs> a geek. Nope. Like, like. Please tell me you're not scoring drugs, Geekscape. No. Like, please tell, <laughs> please tell me you didn't go to Food for Less looking for like a tranny he or something. Way, he was on his way back from like a successful to catch a predator, uh, <laughs> like one of the ones they didn't catch. Yeah. I, 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 we were, he didn't go in. He just yeah. was like, mm, "There's something not right about they're like, this." They're like, "He's this... gonna drive away." He's gonna drive. Oh, fuck! He drove away. Yeah. Like, I'm going to food for less. <laughs> at least he he goes and jerks off in front of a Doritos bag, and now Kyle Critters has to fucking clean it. Yeah, at least he wasn't at an ATM at three in the morning. Yeah, I mean, he said he got two hundred bucks for possibly a sheehy. Yeah. Like you don't, you just don't know. Um, but I thought, I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool that a, that a kid was wearing a Geekscape shirt at Food for Less at four a.m. You know, because the Geekscape is everywhere. It's, it's kind of what we designed, right? You never know who your fans are going to be. No, no. You know what? Somewhere there's a kid with a little toy, and he's like, "I can wield better than you." <laughs> like, I actually, uh, there was a someone posted a really positive damaged tweet the other day and I was like oh man who oh, is this writing a really good one and then I went and looked at his profile on Twitter and it says I am conservative to the core and I think Obama is an enemy of the state and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. like this is the direction our country yes. should be heading guns guys having come from Texas if Rick Perry is president you know we're invading Australia you know, you know like, like we're doing it he's gonna bomb Australia right? like, like you know that's gonna happen I don't right? know why there is nothing there really we've got some good beaches right but I mean, you can have the outback. There's nothing really going on there. Okay. The he, he's from Texas. Song, right? He's from Texas. He's from a mini Australia. Yeah. You know that, right? I, like, I just went to Austin for the first time. That's where, where we grew up. I yeah, love that. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite cities in the world. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. What would you say? You guys have heard the Randy Newman song, Political Science, right? No. Where it's basically yeah. Everyone's heard blow, every Randy Newman song. It's, it's, about up, it's about how political science is we should blow up every country except, except for America, and we'll keep Australia because they had good surfing. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, well, I, 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 if it makes remember Randy Newman? He just wants to make this. friends and do the, cocaine. The visa that I'm, <laughs> the visa that allows me to actually work here legally, is a visa that only Australians could get because of uh, going to Iraq with you guys. Yeah. So oh, wow. Randy, of Operation might, Freedom. Do you have to do a tour? <laughs> no, no. I just so get, like, the, yeah, I just get a visa. Like, it's know? a special one that we get. So I mean, that's you know, awesome. Randy, that might be also it's called why a cannon fodder visa. Yeah. Like they just take you and they like, hey, stand in front of us Americans. Like, that's kind of weird, right? Yeah, yeah. it's because yeah, uh, the coalition of the willing, because we joined us in Spain and the UK. Which sounds so rapey. Doesn't yeah, it, it sounds like. It sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds totally no rape. Going on, no rape totally going on here. Yeah, it's consensual. That's allowed in our country. Yeah. Now. That means everyone else isn't. That's crazy. Um, guys. Damage. Obviously, these dudes are funny. Obviously, they wouldn't want to put a comic book in your hand that wasn't funny or entertaining for you. Uh, you got to understand. Like, we're just here for your best interests, all right? And I'm glad that this uh, Operation Willing happened and uh, that they're here. This coalition of freedom or whatever the hell it is. Like, I'm glad it's here. They're here with us. Coalition they're talking. 
Um, <laughs> they're here. Just like say it fucking oh my right goodness. once. They're here. They're here. Coalition, whatever. <laughs> God damn you. Hey, uh, can't let this repair guy be president. <laughs> uh, um, I did. Maybe your fan was right. I I, I I did see a great movie uh, last night. I went to see Moneyball with Brad Pitt and uh, Jonah, Jonah Hill. So we're Australians. We're not going to understand any of that. Philip Seymour Hoffman. You guys have cricket. Um, it's right? True. We have yes. cricket, yeah, but yes. it's it's there's not as much uh, cash involved uh, as <laughs> I yeah ours would be uh, called uh, peso guys, ball. I, I watched the trailer for that film. And I'm like, I have no idea what this and, is about. And here's the thing: I I am not a baseball fan. I'm a huge basketball fan, and, but in baseball, like I can't get into the numbers. I can't get into the fact that most of the players look like they're in worse shape than me. Like I I can't get into this stuff. Uh, but I'd heard amazing reviews, and in all honesty, guys. You want to go see this movie based solely on Brad Pitt's performance. No matter what you think of Brad Pitt, uh, about halfway through watching this guy try and change the rules of baseball in order to give an under-marketed uh, small market team an advantage against like the, the Yankees, right, the Red Sox, I'm watching this guy fight an uphill battle and try and revolutionize the sport. And it, you know, honestly, I turned to my wife and I said, this is Steve Wiebe's story from King of Kong. Th this is a dude who was... Uh, like had all that you remember in, in, in King of Kong when they're talking about Steve Wiebe is always having like those amazing chances and he was always close to success and he was always he's always a bridesmaid and he was always a bridesmaid this is this this guy's story and he still is a bridesmaid <laughs> yeah uh, I mean here you've got this this Brad Pitt story and you're gonna see a lot of parallels in it in the fact that this guy was a highly recruited high school baseball player who skipped college to go right into the, the pros and the farm teams and when he got to the pros was always short of being, you know, uh, what they said he was going to be. And he ends up becoming a, a scout for baseball. And it spends a, a lot of time off the field with this guy, looking back in the moments of his life, wondering, am I just making an awful decision again? And in the, it, guys, Brad Pitt's probably going to win an Oscar for this film. No. I mean, granted, I haven't seen Immortals. Radical Punk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, I did see Conan the Barbarian. What about Taylor Lautner, though? Uh, yeah, we'll get to abduction, but uh, but but this movie, guys. In all honesty, I know you're probably not into baseball. If you are into baseball, you're already there. But if you're not into baseball, this is a really great what, uh, performance. What does he actually movie. do to change? This, in a few words, that give me the whole thing. Like, well, how does it? Jonah Hill is sport? an economics major, and he and he looks at baseball, and he looks at the fact that the Oakland A's are always coming up short against like the Yankees, even though they're close. They just can't hire the talent, mm. right? And he's like, okay, baseball thinks this way. You got to get the Michael Jordans. You got to get the talent in order to do it. When really we'll win baseball games if we just buy runs. So what we're going to do is we're going to buy the players who are able to get on base, not the players who can even score. But we're just going to load the bases with players who can get to bases, and those those will end up turning into runs for us. So basically we're we're, we're buying runs. So they loaded their entire bullpen with players who no other team wanted, but they could get on base, mm. and they ended up getting a twenty game uh, winning streak. Doesn't that make the was, sport more boring though? I don't know. I don't watch baseball. I'm gonna play it really safe from now on. I don't know. I think that's not possible. To me, to me, this was like one of the most entertaining 30 for 30s I've ever seen. Like that ESPN series 30 for 30, which I love. It's just documentaries on sports, and this was like a really great sports movie. William Bibiani, who's one of our writers and writes over at Crave now, says, "I can't stand sports, but I love sports movies. And if you feel that way, you're gonna love this movie because it's got some." Jerry Seinfeld tweeted that yesterday that it's his number one movie of all time officially now. Of all time, well, he's all regard all other films or something. Yes, disregard all my previous others. Wow, it's not it's not B movie. 
Sorry? It's not B movie? It's not B movie. <laughs> what? God. Is it in your top ten? Because that would make three sports movies in your top ten. Yeah, my, 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 three, my three top movies your... right now are Senna, the documentary Senna, uh, Warrior, and possibly this movie. Love War. I mean, that's your movies of the year? God, fuck. Win-win. Win-win's a wrestling movie with Paul yeah. Giamatti. That was a good movie. That movie was great. I love that, that little movie. Oh, it made me wish that we had, you know, that college wrestling in, in school. You guys don't have Never back down too. You guys, have, you guys don't have college wrestling, but you have boomerang battles. We had, yeah, boomerang um, golf. So it's like a combination of. And golf you guys have and fucking boomerang. quickly down under, who's pretty badass. Like, then that movie's really popular here. That See, that's badass. not actually a, that's not a really popular movie in Australia. But every American you meet, they go, man, quickly. It's it's a fucking cool movie. I'm right? a big Tom Selleck fan. I'm, I'm cool with that. But it's I'm glad you that grow, we're associated. You should grow a mustache, I think. I'm trying. The character in your movie, in your book. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a big decision. Right we said he this has to have a lip slug. This was, he has uh, to have a lip slug. And you even see here on the book, this artwork here, yeah. which was done before, and this is pre-lip slug. Yeah, yeah, but even then, like they're yeah. starting to pay a little gray in there. Yeah. Uh, this, this, guys, in all honesty, this book does look phenomenal, and it, it does look like an awesome crime book. I think last week we were talking about Drive and how awesome Drive was as a movie. Uh, if you guys went and then took that review and saw Drive and you're enjoying it, this is probably a nice place to go next. Is damaged. Mm. It looks like a pretty awesome noirish crime. Yeah, book. vigilante action. Uh, it's a very character-driven action. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things. It's very. Like uh, we we kind of sort of talk about it being sort of a cross between The Departed and The Punisher. Awesome. So. And David Lathman has written a lot of Punisher. He's yeah. done Punisher he's Daredevil. Done. He's done Punisher and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love. I'll read anything. So it's a very guess. realistic. What do you think? You know, sort of take on the vigilante sort of uh, thing, but it's kind of it's like what the the consequences of being a vigilante with Punisher comics. You don't really look at too much of the the ramifications of what he's doing. This has you're seeing the ripple effect of yeah, what he's. That's really awesome. Like to see like the Punisher ain't gonna last forever. You know that guy mm. needs eventually. He's like his health's gonna be shit. Yeah. Yeah. If he makes it to his golden years, he's gonna be a wreck. Gil- Gilmore dated a couple wrong girls in college, and now his life is fucked. You can only imagine if he'd gone out, like, fighting people, right? Like, you made a couple bad choices, some shit burned up on your dick, and now you're stuck, like, here, spending most of your money on medical bills, living in a fucking apartment you can barely afford. Like, you guys, there's going to be ramifications if you live a life of fucking fighting crime, okay? You got to understand. I mean, look at this kid over here. How, how old are you, 40? No, he's, he's, he's 25 years old, but he looks like fucking Chaka, all right? <laughs> Love you, boo. Um, you you went to see Abduction, I Brian. Did. You you did not go to see I Abduction, didn't. Taylor uh, Lautner. You're much, a big mu- fan. Much like most of America, uh, I didn't go see Abduction because it sucked. Uh, it was <laughs> it was Bucky Larson for the first day, um, but uh, la- but later on it got to five per- but by Bucky Larson. I, I, che- I actually checked this morning. Zero first thing I, I woke up, the first thing I did was go to Rotten Tomatoes to see where we were at, and it was at four. Oh, oh, down from oh, five yesterday. Yeah. This movie getting five. It actually got as high as seven. Five percent now, four percent maybe, yeah. probably lower. Why is, it, why is this movie so bad? Is it just digital bullying here? Well, like it's just we, a bunch uh, of kids like fucking. No, I don't look like Tyler Lautner, so I'm gonna shit his movie. Well, what 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 we do? Uh, well, these are uh, these are some reviews uh, from uh, on Ranker when there's a really shitty movie. We put together all of the worst reviews. Uh, so here's some things that some uh, uh, you know professional reviewers from the cream of the crop on Rotten Tomatoes had to say. Uh, actual abduction may be preferable to the movie of the same name, but only if your kidnappers don't torture you by forcing you to watch it. It is an actual... Taylor Lautner can't carry a movie any more than Abigail Breslin can carry a refrigerator. Oh. This may be the first film I've, e- I've ever seen 
when an actor goes to put his hand thoughtfully on his chin, it's so awkward that I became afraid that he'd somehow miss and poke himself in the eye. <laughs> Lautner isn't much of an actor, and behind his face is a brain ticking away at one kilometer per hour with a repetitive, long-held close-ups of his face yielding no more emotional insights than the equally long close-ups of his stomach. Oh, we- um, and <laughs> my favorite one okay, is... The fa- <laughs> all right, Giggles, where are you um, going with this? All right, so... You want me to review Killer Elite again? Yeah. Um, <laughs> While they're asleep? Yeah. Uh, so my favorite one is one that says... There... Nobody at any point in the film even gets abducted. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will... So don't go see abduction. Yeah, okay. I, I think we're going to steer clear of that one. Um, we were warned, you know? Yeah. Um, I was thinking, well, well, you know what? Um, Sam got a Terminator action figure. That's pretty badass, right? Yeah. Did, uh, did you ever want to like, part of the Terminator movie? mask yeah, that came kids, out? That kids. was quite, yeah. Did you guys ride around and like wear that? Try- uh, I'd like to say no, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd have been like, silence of the lambs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing your face. I want to take your face off. <laughs> I just watched that again recently on oh, television. Yeah. Because it's badass. It's, it's like they don't make movies like that anymore. No, it's badass. Like, it's a, salvation? Because. <laughs> but I mean, like. They're trying. It, the, but the whole thing is, like, when you're watching it, like, you could tell when they were making it, in their minds, they were making the most important movie ever made. And it just has, felt, It just feels like they care, like, they know this is going to be awesome. Well, but you don't John get that. Woo kind of, is, people stop taking well, themselves that seriously. Well, John, John Woo is a fucking pimp. First off, I, and, and maybe he didn't have a good run of things here in the States. Hopefully you guys do a little better than, than John Woo. But John Woo's a fucking pimp, and you know he's a pimp because he goes right back to China and he makes this, this Red Cliff, yeah. which is awesome, yeah. and he's, he's right back up and running. Um, I'm reading, uh, speaking of acting, I'm reading um, Lance Henriksen's biography, oh, cool. which is the most interesting biography you can possibly read. I don't, it's generally not even that specifically well-written. It's just... Uh, I guess this guy interviewed Lance Hendrickson and is transcribing interesting parts of the interview as it goes through his life. He spent like the first 20 years in and out of like uh, basically hitchhiking across the country. His parents were, I mean, his father was kind of uh, not non-existent. His mom always like wanted him to, wanted to use him for schemes, like to help him steal and stuff like that. She wasn't the best mother. And he just spent most of his youth hitchhiking back and forth across the country, which in the 60s, you know, 50s might have been really dangerous. Um, and uh, he's riding the rails. It's insane, and and now he's talking about working with James Cameron, John Woo, hard targets of shit. Um, he, I mean, I mean, Catherine Bigelow. He's working with Victor Salva, uh, on Powder. Um, he's working with all these different uh, people who we respect, who are, are pretty good filmmakers. Um, and he's got amazing stories in this thing. And uh, I forget how I got onto it, but we, but we were talking about John Woo and his stories on Hard Target about. Like getting really into a role and how he literally had to take a break after each role to recalibrate himself back into who he was because he got to the point of hard target where he was just an adrenaline junkie which was his justification for that crazy character in the black trench coat that when they lit him on fire he was totally cool with it and they were like okay Lance we gotta do it again he's like alright like he's totally cool with getting lit on fire John question to you can we let you on fire before the end of this episode no Okay, uh, I, I had to ask. I had to ask. He was hard target. Is that the one where yeah, yeah, yeah. the snake comes down behind him yeah. and grabs it? And Bites off its tail and then leaves yeah. it as a trap. Yeah. That's... My name is Jens. My yeah. mom is Thicko Ann. Actually, I saw the kickboxer poster. Yeah. There was a trailer I saw this year, uh, this week 
that rem- made me think of this movie. Did you see the the trailer for The Grey? Yeah. Where he makes the he's fighting a wolf and he makes the glove that's got the broken uh, the fucking liquor gla- mini liquor bottles on it, sort of as spikes in his fist. And Gilmore used to do that. Yeah, it made me think of. Oh, man, here. I mean, kickbox is the shit, and you guys know that. I mean, every epi- almost, basically almost every episode of Geekscape's taped in front of this damn thing. Uh, my wife wanted to put it up in the entryway to our damn house. I was like, no, 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 it'll get sun bleached. <laughs> you can't do that. It'll get sun bleached. Smart. Um, so, guys, news. Patty Jenkins, director of Monster, may be taking over for uh, Thor 2. Uh, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing with Marvel. Like, they're going to get the director that they want. You know, who's pro- probably pretty competent. I mean, Kenneth Branagh, who thought that he would deliver a good Thor movie. That seemed to make I did. sense. I did, I did, I did. Yeah, yeah it kind of made sense. Yeah, but I think what they do what, and the way they think is that you the action... You Thor movie, dude. Uh, happily. Okay. Um, they, get, they just get someone to right, do... Right, they right. got the same second unit, I assume, that does all the action, and they just get the right person for the rest of it to sort of, you know, give it the right mm-hmm. tone and everything. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, Monster's kind of cool. It's pretty interesting. I'm not too stressed about sure. it. I'm more excited about Shane Black doing Iron, Iron Man, Man 3. 3. Oh, yeah. Awesome, because you go back and watch uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and it's just incredible. Oh, Do you guys remember when Robert Downey Jr., was it Iron Man that turned the ship around? Because, yep. I mean, because my wife was like, no, 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 he saw he did something before that. And I was like, well, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, nobody but really no one saw. saw it, but everyone yeah, realized he was back. Yeah, that was like a blip, because Val Kilmer's not back. I was hoping Val Kilmer was going to have a comeback from that. Totally. He's gay totally. Perry. I mean, and, and, and McGruber didn't do it. Although he needs McGruber, a comeback. McGruber was the shit. McGruber was pretty really good. <laughs> and he can do comedy. You he go goes, back. When he blows him up, he goes, and that fucking slow-mo shot where he hits the fucking detonator is one of the funniest fucking shots. You, uh, did you see Porter Call New Orleans, Bad Lieutenant 2? Oh, no, no, no. Yo, you have to. I kind of was like, all right, no, no, you I, I got to get off this train. That's now. awesome. That, I love no, that. No. We love that movie. Okay. It's, I can't leave until no, I No, it's it. a movie you can watch with your mates, and it's... I have a couple... These are my mates. Yeah, you should watch it. Like, seriously, it is one of the... All right, just have to check. It's, it's so funny. No, it's not even shit. It's just you can't believe that someone made this film. You can't believe it's you so got away with twisted. making it. It's insane. Huh? It's like it's like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas level twisted. Yeah, you've got. Okay. Oh, what's with all the guanas? John, what would guanas? you? Uh, John, would you? Take, and it'll be a would minute. Would you do a role like that? Would you ever do a role that was just insane like that? It, it, um, it would be hard to find your characters. I'd like to say yes, but no. Okay, so we can't throw light you on fire. <laughs> okay. I, 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 mean, I like how many times the poor guys had to say no to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, he started. Like he's, he, 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 I, 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 I think he was starting out with the speedo thing, like maybe going that way. I was so thinking like, about yeah, it. Yeah, thinking about it. Thunder and blunder down under. What do you think? Um, and, and Quigley too. Quigley too. We could do that. <laughs> Gilmore, run. And Gilmore just has to run, and we're gonna snipe him. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, big, big important question. Uh, I, I'm surprised the episode's gotten. How far has the episode gone? We're about forty minutes. Forty minutes in. I'm surprised it's gotten this long without asking a big question about the book. Does it have titties in it? Uh, no. Okay. I don't believe so. Well, Maybe. I tried. There's still I, four I, issues I, to I, go. Okay, four issues to go. Uh, there there might promise? be one because there's, there's a. We haven't drawn the scene that's a uh, chicken ranch. Okay. Uh, there actually is a brothel scene yeah. in issue five. That's what I'm okay. saying. So you can oh, have you it. Put some in there. There's a whole big broth- brothel shootout. It go, it'll go Does for. Does Radical have a thing against that? No, I don't believe so. Okay, then I think that an email. I think I think. No, it, you did. You guys read Last Days of American Crime? Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I did, and it had today. All, yeah, yeah you was... guys need to send an email. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like an email, maybe at the end of the show, send an email and be like, "Hey, dude, uh, I know you're already in the middle of issue three. Maybe we could do a little." Uh, for the fans, um, you know, just trying to just trying to sell product here. Hope to see it on the big screen. Um, 
So guys, uh, Mass Effect. Do you guys play video games? Yeah. What do you guys play? Do. Avatar. I haven't played many this Avatar. year. Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Avatar movie. He, get, he bought, gave me that. You get you gave I, me that. I'm like, what? Oh yeah. Well, I got it for free. I was, <laughs> I was actually uh, yeah. I, Sam gave me a whole bunch of Avatar games, so I regifted them to my regifted them to my brother. You know what? Whatever you want to say about the Avatar game, it was basically uh, you know Grand Theft Auto compared to Clash of the Titans game. Oh, I'm getting this. <laughs> oh wait. Because they didn't, uh, yeah, it's bad. It Clash bad. of the Titans. Yeah, you, Sam, you and Sam actually bought we it. Make a I, game I, I bought it with Sam in the shop. We gotta Man. make a game out of damage. That'd be all right. We'll just uh, get sort of Rick Perry to voice the main character. <laughs> just shooting coyotes. <laughs> Time to die, minorities. Yeah. Um, do you? Uh, so you guys were, were in the <laughs> store buying. I think they, I think we just titled the episode. Uh, no. Uh, so so you guys were, you guys were in the store buying what the, the Avatar game? Uh, I was in the store buying. Uh, the I was actually game. no, I won the UFC game, um, and I was buying. Uh, what other game was I buying? I was buying that, and the and I was buying uh, FIFA World Cup Soccer. <laughs> last year and um, just when it came out and then I don't know you guys probably wouldn't play that game but uh, we like the World Cup yeah, you know is FIFA's it? fucking huge popular but oh, it's it's really players, the but FIFA it's game is the yeah, well, it's game. the best it's, I love that game mm-hmm. so we always yeah we always get the I always get the FIFA World Cup edition anyway so I was getting that and I saw the Clash of the Titans game and I grabbed it and uh, he, was, he bought it with me and the guy didn't realise who he was but we went home and, and put it on Sam bought it with you Sam yeah yeah I, mean, yeah I wasn't there yeah. and we, we got home and put it on and uh, they got some other dude to voice Perseus get the fuck out of here yeah yeah, yeah. and you're playing it made. I know awesome. he didn't even do it so he's, he's got, there's some some bloke from England voicing it it's and, not even um, fucking Australian that's gonna be that, it was a big diss it's a huge diss and he's just running around and the game was so boring it starts off uh, at um, the, the ship the village where he's fishing at the start with uh, Pete Postlethwaite yeah and Postlethwaite, they didn't. I think I they got him. Yeah, well, it, it actually, he yes. Did he do the town afterwards? Though? He did the town. Yeah, it was that, awesome that, that in the was town. More, that was more like you know when like you get your second win, like you know you're, you're like I'm dying, and then like you get that clairvoyance. That I think was, I felt like town. he was giving his everything he had left in the town. Like that was a big performance. He was awesome. for a scrawny little Amazing. sickly. Was dude. he good in the game? I don't know. I can't remember. It was so boring. <laughs> You're just running around the beach, and then the, the game. You know how in really crap games they when they teach you how to play the game, the, uh, the game. And but you know it, it, when it's done well, like it's put in the storyline for like Grand Theft or whatever they mm-hmm. do it. So you're actually playing the game and learning it. You don't realise that you're learning the game because they it feels really like it's part good of the game. writers and they got actors that are but this really is just good. This is running boring. around and it's sort of saying. Perseus, you must Kill know how to use this. There's a what are those bat things, whatever. And you, you, it's hit harpies. X, hit harpies. X, and your harpies. It's yeah. just, it's it's one you of the worst know. games. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, boring. The the thing with the wrestling games, whenever we would play the wrestling games, and of course I'm gonna buy a game with my brother in it. Whenever we would play the wrestling game, and somebody would play against me, I, I gotta play as Paul. Um, I'd get mad when they start beating up on him. Like I would get like fr- fr- get fraternally mad. Yeah. Like don't fuck with him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, lay down. I'm gonna jump off this fucking top rope on you. I was like, I'm not fucking doing that, man. That's my brother. Well, that, that's <laughs> weird because I would um when we play, we play, we play. Sam killed. No, well, when we'd, we'd play a lot of wrestling games, and Mike would created himself in a wrestling game, mm-hmm. and I would play against him, and it was the opposite of what you're saying, because I'd be like, I just want to beat the piss out of my brother, and it looked like him. I was him, getting all protective. He's bleeding. I'm like, look at you bleed. <laughs> I was getting really, pro- I was, I was getting really <laughs> protective. Look at you bleed like a bitch. <laughs> 
Everyone you look over and, and then be like, we'd, we'd have like a game, you know, where there's, there's it went, it like went a chamber, like a the Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. And there'd be four people playing. Oh, no, Elimination Chamber. Elimination yeah. Chamber. And there'd be four of us playing. And only Mike looked like Mike. So the rest of us, Sam included, we'd yeah. all go to there and just beat up on Mike. And just At the same time, it goes yeah. both ways, though, because then when I actually am able to beat them, it's so infuriating to them. Like, yeah. You won't be able to do that. I defended life. myself. Well, <laughs> yeah, he was very generous with Justified. his Taylor Lautner abs. I, uh, yeah, oh, I, I gave myself a paunch. I actually I, gave myself a bit yeah, of a After you copped a bit of curry. <laughs> I imagine if Paul had played him as himself, but he doesn't play video games, if he had played as himself, I would have just fucking gunned for him. Yeah. I'd have been like, time to die, you know? Because <laughs> I know all the fucking moves, I know all the buttons, because I don't do shit with my life. Um, uh, we play a lot of games. I, you play a lot of online at the moment. I've banned myself from what playing What do you play? Online. I play Call of Duty. Black Ops. He was in Call of Duty, Black Ops. What did you do in the yeah, Black Ops? I, I, I was... Uh, Anytime you hear any uh, SAS, anytime you hear any SAS soldiers, I was those guys. Pretty fucking British. Oh, that's awesome. uh, yeah, I know, but that's disrespectful. It was. You, you I know. know it's taking I, it back. It's like hey, it's just it was just a job. You, here, here, no, no. Here, here's the thing, John. That British bloke took from you. All right, on that fucking what is it? The, the Clash of Titans game. Yeah. He took a little money out of the Australian pocket. You're taking it back. And guess which game sold more? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah but they yeah. did spell his name wrong in the end credits. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You know what? They put oh, okay. a T in my name. Yeah. Okay, that's just it wrong. Is, uh, it happens a lot. Um, I've been playing this Gears Three. Oh, oh dude, Gears of War Three. Okay. Yeah. Are you on this? No. We, uh, uh, we got I'm, PS3s. Yeah, PS3. Okay, I got uh, PS3. Maybe we play a little game. We'll next. No, it's yeah. not on PS3. I know, but but we'll we'll, oh. we'll, we'll play a different game. Yeah. We'll play that over there. I um I've been trying to think of a way to good? to talk my wife it's into. Fantastic. How do I justify buying an Xbox just for that game? I have yeah. now, haven't worked out my angle yet. This is what I'm doing. I do love Gears. This is what we're doing. Uh, the, PS, the, 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 the PS3 and, and the Wii, like the stuff that Laura kind of likes, like, goes in there. The online games like where I'm like yelling at people like, guard the fucking turret! Like, shit like that, I have to play in here in my office by myself. And Laura's just like... Old relic of a television. Yeah. That television's about to get replaced. The reason I've kept it is it's the only v VCR in the, it's got, in the thing. It's got a VCR and DVD right. on it. And, and it's the only VCR that was in high here. technology. And, and as you understand, I've got this collection of amazing movies. Wow. Like yeah. Death Run to Istanbul. Enemy Mine. I love that movie. Enemy Mine's the shit. Uh, but Ghoulies too. <laughs> I want to get rid of that. And I, I think I, I'll just get like... Does that make sense? That the, are there VCRs with HDMI cable outlets? No, like, no, there are not. Like, you need a custom job. It would for that. seem ridiculous, yeah. right? That yeah. for a VCR to have yeah, HD. You need like, to keep this shit just for the VCR. No, I'm gonna yeah. get rid of that. I can't have a giant fucking cyber. Look at the awesome thing. Like it's fucking huge. That it thing. That huge. thing has like like vacuum tubes. Uh, it like some kids probably have never seen non-flat screens. Yeah. Like this might scare yeah. the guys, shit. Guys, I have a huge TV just off camera for you guys yeah. to understand it, and it's and it's big like in all dimensions. Yeah. It's got to go. People, um, kids will think shit's like coming out of the TV because of this fucking. Like yeah, radiation poisoning or something. From so, I, so I sit here and play Gears. The, the, the advantage is, do you have a separate room for your wife where you can go and do your little Gears 3? No. All right, that's no, a problem. It is a problem. That's a problem. How she, she, uh, uh, yeah, she, uh, she doesn't like it that much because... You know what how you know what it's like. It's like right, crack. Guys, what, Call of Duty is a loud game as well. Guys, Women this is what we're doing. Don't yeah. like playing guys, uh, with the guns. You know, and, and I'm gonna get the Arkham City and shit for that. Oh, oh I can't wait, wait. for. Here, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna get a new TV, new flat screen. I'm gonna put it up on the wall and some more controllers. And you fucking guys come over here and we play Gears. That All right, awesome. that's what, that's I'd what love we're gonna to do. I love and to get a co-op. Like, be like, sweetie, meeting. Yeah. Promote the book. And we're over here doing like this three-player co-op. It's great when you can actually go. It's work. I'm sitting down to play games. It's 
it's worth. It's never is, mm -hmm. but it's no, <laughs> no. Geekscape has been five years of not working, <laughs> but I mean, you guys are getting some enjoyment out of it. I think it's hilarious that we're we, we're on five years. Um, last week, I got to actually correct this before I forget. You guys remember Miguel from Monster Island Resort? He does that. He's doing the horror festival in San Diego in November. Uh, we gave out the wrong URL last week. It was just off by a letter, but it's Monster Island Resort, not Monster Island Resorts. Uh, so if you guys want to go and check out his podcast, it's at monsterislandresort.com. Um, so guys, th this book, Damage, is available in stores. It's available online. I believe you can get it at the Radical website. Okay. I believe you can. Radicalpublishing.com? Yes. You believe that? No. I, <laughs> just Google it. Okay. Uh, no yeah, one need, no one uses actual web addresses. Do they? Right, just everyone right. Googles everything. It might be on the comic. Everyone pulls off the Glenn Close show. But we got to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, but we got to play this Gears 3. Let me tell you some of the quick things that they've added to Gears. Uh, there's a beast mode where you play as the monsters. You play as, as the, locust. the locust. And you're in, it's incredible. The further you go along, gaining points, you can start unlocking the bigger locusts. Like you can start out as like a ticker and run around and blow up next. I to hate tickers. They but, are the bane of my existence. But playing as them is awesome. It's pretty. Because you run up behind, you run up behind somebody and go surprise. Yeah, and just blow up. The, what you just then start as a ticker. Uh, and then there's those corpses, those spiders that come out of the ground. Yeah. And running around as them is a lot of fun because you're basically the what they've added to horde mode is you can build fortifications. So if we're all playing together. Uh, we get money for the more success that we have after wave after wave, and we can use it to buy turrets. You can use it to buy uh, fortifications like uh, barbed wire fencing and things like that. And that real-time strategy element to it has really helped horde mode to kind of grow. And it's been a lot of fun because between each wave, you've only got 30 seconds to decide what you're going to use your money on to build up the, the fortifications. And if you suck at that next wave, you're not going to earn any money. Your fortifications are just going to get worse because the damage that the wave did to it is staying. And they've randomized it to where you can literally get a berserker on wave one. It just, yeah, I mean. So how do you, when you're incredible. playing multiple, do you allocate someone to be the person who makes those decisions? Like, no, you uh, your, your success, you, you earn your own money and you spend Oh, okay, so it's not like right. you're a team, you know, what but, we every now, but, but every now and then I see somebody go over there fixing something, I'm like, oh, fuck, you spent the money on that? Yeah. Like, they don't even come over there. <laughs> like, what, what, what are you doing spending the money on that? Like, we need a new fucking turret over here. Yeah. So uh, that part of strategy has helped, like, the team building kind of thing. And then, of course, in beast mode, just telling people, like, all right, I'm going to drive this person right to you. And all you have to do is kill him. Uh, that's been fun. Um, and then the co-op, the four-player co-op. I've been playing with Andy Boy, who's one of our writers who writes for Geekscape Games. And we're playing it on hardcore. And the storyline is much better than, than Gears of War 2. Uh, we played through a level last night where you get an achievement for literally... Uh, it was, it was one of these towns where the Hammer of Dawn turned everybody to ash, and their bodies are still standing there. And if you touch them, they go, <laughs> and they disappear. Oh, that was in that uh, original trailer. That was you run through that town. Yeah, and you're running through the people. And so, um, if you go through that entire town without destroying any of the people, you get an achievement, which is kind of cool. Uh, but it's creepy as hell. Because all of a sudden there's a firefight in the midst of them, and you're like, okay, this, uh, this has to be the most careful gaming ever because mm. I can't shoot at anything that's in that direction, or else you don't get your little five-point achievement, which, you know, as gamers, is, is sacred. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to play a little Gears. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's you know? cool. You guys, uh, is that, how, is the, how do the first issues of the book do? 
How they do? Uh, from one, we understand that they did well. Yeah, they did. They sold well. They sold out in Australia, yeah. which is good. Sydney. Yeah, what Thanks, happened there? Family, I guess. Really? Yeah, like, we, like we were pretty happy. I mean, I, I think though, it's when like you, a fucking Dharma initiative drop. Like it's like, uh, hey, here you go. Here's your supply of comics, Australia. I, I think it's just that we, we've got friends, and they'll go buy five each. Right. And so I mean, yeah, I think yeah. it's our mates all went to the comic stores in Sydney, and were just people that would, wouldn't normally get comics. Like, oh, cool, you guys have got a comic book. I'll go to that shop and buy a comic. Same and thing, same thing how was with man and and are these people who regularly have read comics or these are this is like their first comic yeah it's their first comic like yeah. most of yeah. your friends probably yeah. didn't read comics yeah they yeah. just check yeah that's got to be pretty fucking rewarding for you guys it's right? pretty good yeah now how many of those people bought issue two uh that's where you know where, yeah that's exactly. where you know your friends yeah, are. Yeah, yeah yeah i think now they're waiting for us to bring free ones back now they look oh, we went and we bought them now we'll just take free ones i gotta do this six times like, they, got, they got a bit freaked out going to the comic book stores and it was just all a bit much yeah, that, that's what I've been saying on the show is a huge problem with the comic book industry is that these fucking exclusive clubs are the only places to find them and they cover their damn windows with posters and turn themselves into places that basically like no non-comic book fan would ever want to step foot in because yeah. you go in there, you're already feeling like an oppressed minority being yeah. stared at from behind the walls. And you look, you're judged. You know, they go in there totally. and they go, I feel judged because I don't know. I'm, I'm asking where's this comic damaged and they kind of look at them with that. You know, this is, this is look at you. The new this 52. is what you want yeah. to read. The new 52 yeah. is out. Like, why Why were you buying this? This right. is just... Why don't you check out the new history? Justice have League? The new, have you been reading the I, new I have been. I have been. Like, what's, what's jumping out at you as uh, well? I mean, I'm really excited that the demon's back. Yeah. Again. Like, I'm just pretty excited that he's back. But, I mean, I haven't really in the last few years been reading DC because it's, it's one of those things that it's such a convoluted universe. It's really hard if you've been out of it to get back into. But it. this is your interest. And this is and now so you're buying more DC it. books than ever. Yeah, I, 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 I am just, too. Uh, it's, uh, it's good, but I really like the, the, the Red Batman and Detective. I thought mm-hmm. they were both really cool. I loved action comics. Yeah. Batman was phenomenal. The detective really, or Batman? The detective, I would not so much, but yeah. Batman, I really yeah. loved. I really Scott liked Snyder action. killed that one. Action was really interesting. Um, and I, I thought uh, Animal Man was kind of cool. Animal Man was my pick yeah, of that week. That was really Dead cool. Man. DC, I haven't read Dead Man. Dead yeah. Man, I really enjoyed. And of course, Green Lantern's kind of like the one that's kind of stayed par for the course. It's like we're not yeah. changing. I, I've never liked Green Lantern. I've, right. just, I've never been able to. Get, you, you liked Green Lantern. I like. I used I to like Green Lantern, and then it just kind of went off the rails, and it's still off the rails as far as I'm concerned. Okay, it's, yeah. It hasn't got me back. It's gotten too weird and cosmic. Yeah, it's and, just and it's just too the too gal- colorful. I, I, I just yeah, I'm I just, not into the power. I don't. I mean, right. I used to like the power. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah, he's coolest. That's not green. That's actually like turquoise blue. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah, uh, but I mean, not being able to take anything wearing, out right. that's yellow. You know, yeah. right? That's pretty lame. It's cool. I mean, it's all right. Like uh, we, you know, I got my nephews into it. Like I was, you know, rediscovering it a few years back with my nephews, and I thought it's a cool kids one, but I just don't really get into it coolest power in comic books though it's a little too cool though no and that it's like the purple man has the best comics power yeah. in comics he's just mind control you know he like uh, a, i mean a powerful <laughs> telepath can like do like right. professor x is yeah but he's an asshole and he actually uses it as a villain yeah. you know he like uh, supposedly uh, sexually assaulted jessica jones that's cool yeah but that shit ain't bringing him to space like that's awesome yeah you're right you're yeah. right i'd like to go to space I'd like. I mean, it's, like, it's a power I would like myself. I would, but I, would, I wouldn't like to go in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, I mean, you know what? The Avatar movie, like, they got two more coming. It's gonna be a huge freaking franchise. Uh, what about this damage? This, uh, this damage. Damage. I said you got Glenn me thinking. About, you got me thinking about that Glenn Close show. I've never watched. I've never watched that show yet. That's the first. Everywhere. I know. In LA, they are. Uh, 
This damage, are we going to see this on the big screen somewhere? Maybe as a video game? What are we going to see this as? Oh, we'd be talking about it. And What's the, the conversation? The conversation is, let's uh, start the conversation, really. That's it. Right. Right, let's, let's have a think about what we think the movie could be because we... We definitely think if there is ever a movie, then it's going to be an adaptation. This isn't just storyboards that we're right. going to put up there. So it's like we we really have been holding off on talk because we just we don't want the comic to be an adaptation of a film that doesn't exist yet. So listen, guys, there's only one way to get that to happen. All right, these guys they may be sleeping on couches now. You know, this dude is like staring, sharing a studio apartment with his wife. Like from what we can hear, he doesn't even have a place to go and play his own Xbox. Mm-hmm. All right, he doesn't have the luxuries that you guys have. All right, with your little rooms, you can go play your Xbox in. Like, you got to give them the luxuries you guys have. And the only way to do that is by buying this damage comic. Mm. All right? How's that as a hard sell? Making it sound like you're all over twist all of a sudden. It is, <laughs> it is. It is hard. These are the books you want to get. All right? You also want to get the four issues that come after it. It's called Damages. They promised to no, be... It's not. No, it's not. Right, damage. damage. God damn it. Gilmore. Gilmore, I have you back on the show, and you start fucking derailing me. It's called Damage. They promised to put breasts in it later on. Baby, <laughs> and uh, and guys, uh, the, the artwork's phenomenal. The writing is David Laffham. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, and I guess these guys are pretty cool. You've just spent an hour with them, so you might want to support their book. Um, go pick it up, and hopefully we get a movie. Hopefully we get some video games. Hopefully we get some more damaged. All right. I'd love a video game to be honest. I think that'd be cool. That would be cool. We can shoot all you guys. Uh, this has been Geekscape. You can check out more of us on Geekscape.net. Also Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Twitter, search for Geekscape, that's where you'll find us. And you know what? If you like something on the site, if you like the episode, go share it. Share it on Reddit, share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook. Tell all your friends about it. And if you like the book, do the exact same thing. All right? We know you guys are on the social networks with the Google Plus. Um, so share this book. Share the Geekscape. All right, guys? We'll see you guys, not next week. I'm visiting my mom in New Mexico. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Oh, sorry, man. I can't be doing this every week. All right? It just gets sad after a while. <laughs> Seeing you here. Oh, this I, I love doing this. I love talking to people. I, love I look up and see you. After, I'm ready to just kill myself. I love that after five years, it's like it's gonna get a little sad. I literally haven't seen my mom since my wedding, so oh. I'm gonna go visit her. <laughs> What's up, Geekscapists? This is Super Action Man. I'm here, at Comic Con 2012, promoting my Super Action Man comic book. That's right. You eat your Wheaties. You kick some ass. You stay off the drugs. You stay in school. Maybe you'll grow up looking like me. That's right. I've got my new t-shirt. It's got a hit list on it. I'm here with my good buddy. He's a ninja. All right. What's your name, fool? Ninja. All right. Ninja here was walking Comic-Con. Didn't think anybody noticed. Sam sees all, homie. Sam sees everything. So I was like, hey, ninja. You ain't fooling me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. All right. So talk to me. What is your training regimen? It's about six hours a day full. What? Tell me, sir, please. This is important. Where are you coming in from, homie? Lakeside, California. Now, how many ninjas are actually in your Lakeside, California clan? About five. High five for America. Look at this guy. He's a real patriot. He's here at Comic-Con. He's celebrating the freedom of speech. That's what we're working on here. How are you doing, man? You're looking good. Looking real good. I like what all you ladies are shaking. We call that a sandwich. Yeah. Look at this. What do you ladies think? Anything you like on the menu? Hey, what do you think about my new trunks? I'm showing them up. What do you think? All right, government issue. Explodes out the front, sometimes out the back. Look at Captain America. Come over here, Cap. Get your ass over here. Yep. There you go. How are my glasses? Hey. How my glasses looking good? Finn from Adventure Time. What is this? It's a pin. It's a pin, right? Yes. You mind pin. putting it on me? That's okay, really. You don't want to put this pin on me? 
Not so much. These hands have to touch children's hands. USA! 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 Why do I have a bunch of Asians yelling USA? Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! It is our country, which is the reason you're not all a bunch of sex slaves right now.